Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, our Opals have already qualified for the World Cup come September, of course, but they're on the other side of the world at the moment in uh, Serbia, in Belgrade, for a tune-up tournament, qualification tournament. And uh, their forward, Alana Smith, is on the ground in Serbia. She joins us for MEGT. Start building a great career innings today at MEGT. Alana, great to have you on. Thanks for staying up late tonight to join us. No worries. Thanks so much for having me. And we won't keep you awake for too much longer. But what's the scene like in Serbia? Obviously, understandably, a little bit of anxiety um, come the Australian Open here. But what sort of reception, if any, have, have you received over there in, uh, in Serbia in the last uh, day or two? Yeah, no, so far it's been good. Um, we feel pretty comfortable here. We're in a little bubble just to protect ourselves. Um from the COVID situation, but yeah, it's been really good um, and we're ready and raring to go. I was going to say motivation level would be pretty high. You you kick it off in a couple of days, February 10 against Brazil and you got Serbia and and Korea to come. It must be nice to get back into the national setup and, um, and get some chemistry going. Yeah, definitely. We are really have emphasized this is a good fresh start for us. So um, we've prepared really well, I think, and we've got some good talent on the team. Uh, we all get along really well and we're just really excited to be able to play on the international stage again. Is that, is that the, the focus? Because, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, they're probably friendlies these games, but, uh, you know, is that what's, what's, what's driving you all here and, you know, trying to sort of write some, not write some wrongs from the Olympic campaign, but get back on the same page and really build some momentum heading towards the World Cup? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, um, the Olympics didn't really go the way we wanted it to. So we've got a really good opportunity now to set the tone early. So, um, yeah, we're, we're coming in here to win and hopefully build the chemistry. And these are the starting blocks for us to, you know, really get prepared for that world cup uh, later on this year. And you want to win, as you just said, but will be, will there be uh, not equal opportunity, but all, all 12 will be given opportunities to perform and, and find a role and create a role and work out what the team does look like, you know, heading towards September, because it is a long time until the World Cup starts, but in terms of how many times you'll be able to get together, it's probably not a lot. So uh, there'll be opportunities given to most. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, like you said, um, we won't get that many chances to all be together. And so we have to take those chances when they come. And yeah, we're going to define our roles here and playing together is the only way to do it. So this is a really special chance for us to build that chemistry and build our our identity as a team. And still plenty of well-known faces and players that have been around the Opals for, for quite a while. Yourself and Kayla George, Steph Talbot, Sarah Blitzarf. So there will be plenty of drive on the back of the Olympic campaign, won't there? Yeah, definitely. We've um, I think we've got a really good mix of old and new. Um, so we've got some great experience, and then we've also got some fresh talent in here too. So um, I think it's we've got a really, really good group of girls here. 
And we're speaking to Aussie Opal, Alana Smith over in uh, Belgrade, Serbia. Alana, life without Liz, Liz Cambage, obviously a big presence on the court, off the court for a long period of time. Is it a little bit strange in these uh, early periods without, without Liz? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, she's a very dominant player um, and demands a lot of attention. And so we've just had to learn um, to play almost a different style without her. Um, and it's cool that we've been able to do that too, um, bring in some more bigs as well, some younger players into the squad. Um, and yeah, this is what these games are about is, like I said, building that new identity. September's a long way out, but do you keep a seat warm for Lauren Jackson, Alana? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, it's good to hear that Lauren's trying to get back out on court it's actually really exciting I think it's awesome for Australian basketball um and if she can get back into that shape of course I mean she's an Opal's legend um but yeah I think just hearing that she's trying to get back on out on court is inspiring in itself Indeed. As long as she's not taking any minutes from you, Alana, it's uh, it's all good and it's all positive. What, is it, what does your career look like moving forward? And you've played, you spent a few seasons with the Mercury in the WNBA playing for uh, the Lightning at the moment. Where do you ideally want to continue your career over the next two, three, four years? Yeah, um, it's a good question. I'm trying to find my way back into the WNBA. Um, this year but it's a tough league to crack into so if that doesn't happen I'll probably stick around in Australia I've really really enjoyed playing um, in Adelaide and on Australian soil in front of friends and family so I think that would be really great and just also good for preparing for the upcoming World Cup and Olympics as well not too far away now. And how have you seen the WNBL progress because we've seen the the men's competition you know, jump along in massive leaps and bounds. Are you seeing a similar uh, improvement in the WNBL on and off the floor? Yeah, definitely. I mean, on the floor, we've got some of the best talent in the world playing um, in Australia. The quality is just incredible. It's really, really fun to play and really challenging to um, as well, which is awesome to see. And then off the court, it's definitely improving. There's still a ways to go, I think, but it definitely has improved since... Um, my spectating days for sure. Just on your journey, Alana, if you don't mind, obviously you grew up in a basketball household. You're the daughter of Darren Smith, of course, the niece of three-time champion uh, Jason, of course, as a lot of listeners will remember those two fondly. But you didn't really get into basketball until when do you reckon? Your mid-teens? Was it something that you, I guess, consciously stayed away from or you were into other sports at the time? Yeah, I didn't really start playing till I was like 13 or 14 but um, I think it was more my parents not wanting to push me into Mm. basketball they wanted me to make a choice Um, and I just was gravitating towards it and yeah got into it and loved it Um, but I'm glad that I got a chance to experience other sports as well and get amongst um, other sporting styles too. I think that's helped my game. I played a bit of soccer. I played a bit of tennis. Um, and I definitely remember those days. Now, what's happening away from the floor, Alana? Because you went to Stanford. And oh, imagine playing there. Just not, oh. not, not anyone can just turn up and, and go to Stanford. You've got to be very switched on. So what's happening for you away from basketball? 
Um, yeah, I've uh, just recently decided that I want to go back to study. Um, I got a degree, a bachelor's degree in psychology at Stanford, um, and I want to get a master's. So I'm going to try and get back into that. Um, and I've been involved in some mentoring stuff outside of basketball before. So I'm trying to get a little bit back into that as well. Um, but I think it's important to have a balance. And I learned that at Stanford too, between your basketball life and then um, academic life as well. And I really enjoy that side. So yeah, definitely want to get back into it. And for those not overly familiar with uh, how big college basketball is and particularly a school such as Stanford, what was that experience like for you to to, to spend four years at such a, a massive and prestigious university? Oh, it was amazing, almost really hard to put into words. I mean, the network itself that you get um, access to just by going to Stanford was really, really cool. I met a lot of really cool people and the basketball quality was awesome. We were one of the top teams in the country, in the US, and we had um, a really good support system out there. So we had massive crowds and we were really successful too. So it was a lot of fun um, and probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. Alana, we need to let you go because I think we've got you tucked up in bed of a night time over there. <laughs> I, I, I sense you're pretty keen to get some shut eye. Just quickly, what does tomorrow look like for you? You're on the, on the floor early tomorrow building up to Brazil on the 10th? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So we've got um, training in the morning and we're going to lift some weights. Um, and, yeah, we're definitely starting to get into some detailed preparation for Brazil um, and looking after our bodies and everything. So I appreciate that. Uh, allowance of an early night for me. <laughs> All right, so we'll let you go, Alana. Really appreciate your time from um, from over there in uh, Serbia. Best of luck with uh, with um, you know getting some uh, chemistry back underway in your era in some degrees for for the Opals, and uh, best of luck for the qualification uh, tournament, and obviously the World Cup uh, in the months beyond that. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for having me too. Great to have a chat to the Opals forward. Uh, I was uh, Alana Smith there. I, I'm fascinated by how they're going to be. I hope they're going to be received well when it comes to, to running yeah. it on the floor. I'm sure they will be. Um, I'm sure the people I'm not will serve sure. certain they will, but hopefully it's just a little blip uh, on yeah, the radar for them. And I'm sure they're getting all the, um, you know, for it lack makes of a better me word, miss, uh, education. Or when you, you think that could about, have been your life over there. Yeah, it just wasn't good enough. <laughs> but yeah, it's an unsettled life because you're here, there, and everywhere. You know, she's played for Phoenix, uh, for, for Phoenix in America. She's in Serbia at the moment. You travel all over the world. You. If you're good enough, you get sort of uprooted and sent to Canberra to the used to be the AIS. Now it's the Center of Excellence, and um, you do miss those those uh, basketballing travels and opportunities to go and play oh, here, be, there, and everywhere. Be a great experience, amazing. And you're with your you with some you know some great friends. There's twelve on the team. There's maybe a support staff of six or seven. So it's mm. a small group. You're on the other side of the world, and you look after each other. So. Um, let's hope the Opals can perform yeah. adequately. And life without Liz Cambage, which, um, yeah, big shoes to, to fill there uh, on and off the floor.